Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We are back again to share with you from the Word of God. And we are looking at this Christmas story. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ and the Lord. Come and adore our Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Hmm. Outstanding memories of Bethlehem. When Jacob's wife, Rachel, had given birth to one of her sons, known as Benjamin, she died and was buried in Bethlehem. In Genesis 35 and verse number 19, and Rachel died and was buried in the way of Ephrath, which is Bethlehem. When tourists go there, the tomb is shown to them. It is one of their tourist sites, uh, attraction to this very day. Speaking of Bethlehem, Ruth met Boaz there in Ruth. Chapter 1 and verse 22. So Naomi returned, and Ruth the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law with her, which returned out of the country of Moab. And they came to Bethlehem in the beginning of barley harvest. In Ruth chapter 2 and verse number 4, And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, the Lord be with you. And they answer him, The Lord bless thee. May I also remind you that David grew up there as a shepherd boy, attending to his father's sheep. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 12 and verse number 15, little history of Bethlehem. Now David was the son of that Ephratite of Bethlehem. Judah, whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons. And the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. Before the birth of Christ, it was called the city of David. Bethlehem was called the city of David. For in Luke chapter 2, verse 4 and verse number 11, the Bible said, And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Look at verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Messiah the prophet announced that the Messiah should come from that small village. Long before he was born, the prophet made that announcement. In Micah chapter 5 and verse number 2, But thou Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, 
yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. So we have the first verse of chapter 2 saying, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Let's look at this king Herod. This king known as Herod the Great is the first of several Herods mentioned in scripture or rather in the New Testament. Julius Caesar had appointed his father Antipater to be the governor of Judea under the Roman occupation. When that portion invaded Palestine, Herod then went to Rome and in 40 BC, he was declared to be the king of the Jews. The following year, he invaded Palestine and after several years of fighting, he drove out the Persians and established his kingdom. Herod was not Jewish, married a Jewish woman in order to make himself more acceptable to the Jews he then ruled. It is said that he was clever and a capable fighter. He was a good public speaker. He was good with words. He was what one will call the diplomat of the day. When things would be economically tough for his people, he would give back some of the taxes collected to the people. In other words, he would give a stimulus to keep the economy going. We are told that there was a serious famine in 25 BC. He took various gold objects and melted them down to use the gold to buy food for the poor people. He was one of these kings who made things happen under his reign. He built theaters, racetracks, and other structures to provide entertainment for his people. In 19 BC, he began the construction of the Temple of Jerusalem. He built a beautiful port city in Caesarea in Samaria. He did this in honor of Caesar Augustus. He was instrumental in decorating the city Beareth, Damascus, Tyre, Sidon, and Rhodes. He made contributions to rebuilding the work in Athens. He was known as a no-sit-a-wrong person. When he had a job to do, he got it done. That speaks of the good part, but there was also another part to him. He was cruel, this king, and merciless. As a king, he was extremely jealous and very suspicious. He was always making sure his position and power remained intact. There was a high priest by the name of Artibolus, who was his brother-in-law and his wife's brother. He had him drowned. To make it look like he had nothing to do with it, he had this impressive funeral for him. And at that funeral, he pretended to weep. 
He had his wife, her mother, and two of her sons killed. Five days before his death, about one year after Jesus was born, he had his son executed. He made sure many of the outstanding citizens of Jerusalem were arrested and imprisoned shortly before his death. He was so wicked, he knew no one would mourn when he died. So he ordered for those prisoners to be executed the moment he died. Why did he do that? He did that as guarantee that there will be mourning in Jerusalem just to make it look like they were mourning for him. He signed a decree that all the male children two years and under to be killed, hoping to kill Jesus, whom he saw as a threat to his throne. Why? Because he understood one was born who was king of the Jews. In verse 16 of chapter 2, Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wrath and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Jerusalem and in all the course before him from two years old and under according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise man. What a wicked king he was. I thank God for the rulers of our nations today who allow God to rule in their hearts. We need to pray for them. Those who follow the leading of the Spirit, though they are few, we need to pray for them. Our Father, today we thank you for your word. Lord, we can look back in the Bible and we can see what we should and should not be, how we should and should not lead. So I pray your blessings be upon us and help us as we live for you, even in this season, dear God. Lord, may you be exalted. May you be glorified. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you as you continue to serve him and celebrate his birth.